0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Backyard Brunch. This is your boy EJ Nunn. We in a studio, baby. We back in the studio. Oh, man, I'm feeling good about this one. I got my girls with me today. I got Roe B off up in the building.
1: How y'all
0: doing? And I got my girl Gabby off up in the building. Both of my sisters off up in the building. So how y'all been? Y'all been all right?
1: I'm in Atlanta right now, man. Roby's doing good. Yeah,
0: cause you promoting your business out in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I'm promoting Stony Aid, and uh, my friend is a recording artist, so I've been investing in her uh, music business for the past uh, seven, like six, seven months or so. And we have a show. But we perform right before Gucci Man at the Cosmopolitan Lounge mm-hmm. on Ju- uh, July 4th at 8 o'clock.
0: Ooh. Ooh, okay, I see you. you I like that. That's 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 pretty interesting right there.
1: Because I... <laughs> if y'all can make it show, uh, buy some tickets at the IndieFest.com. You can get tickets. Uh, I think now they went up uh, to minimum 50 and they have VIP tickets. That's upward, 100 plus and stuff like that. It's called
0: it's called the what fest? The... Indie Fest. Is it only in... Is that only in Houston?
1: It's in Atlanta. Ge- uh, in a, it's in Atlanta. Actually, it's it's going to be in Decatur, Georgia.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think my brother was telling me about that last year. They were supposed to go. And then COVID. <laughs>
0: <laughs> COVID. up yeah.
1: It's supposed to be the biggest, uh, like one of the biggest independent artists, um, like little festi- like festivals in the city. So I'm excited for it my friend to get an opportunity. Her name, Grace Summer, so you can check her music out on YouTube and all the platforms.
0: Even on social media, even on uh, Spotify and, and uh, Apple Music and all that? Yeah.
2: yeah. Nice.
0: I, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Congratulations to her sister. I, I, love, I love seeing women that actually, you know, rise above. You know, all of the cliche things that people say, talking about, oh, love, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't do this, maybe you shouldn't do that, maybe you should stick to being a video girl. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but we got to get her on the show, for real. Yeah. I want to meet her. She, we got to get her on the show.
1: Okay. And- yeah. And so they got... They got money, a con- contract. They're trying to basically find find new artists and stuff like that. It'll be a lot of execs in the building and a lot of locals coming to see the new talent and people who coming across like all over to come, you know, put their music out. So, yeah, we paid for the slot and yeah, I'm excited. And, That's I, right. and I'll be promoting Stony 8 Texas. You can follow us at Stony 8.
0: Texas on IG, appreciate that. That's right. I ain't get my ass to Atlanta. Just some bullshit here. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I need. <didn't... laughs> makes me wonder what the hell I'm doing with my life. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I've been I doing, it. I've been doing music and comedy for all these years, and I'm like, okay, I need, I need to get out of the state, just for, <laughs> just for like a day or two, like, like like shit she opened it up for gucci man god damn i did to go to houston <laughs> like shit i'm gonna
2: start telling people
0: that's where i'm from
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so i i came to a conclusion the other day and um like i've lived in texas for what like 10 years now yeah. um why the fuck don't Texans leave texas like what how I don't I didn't come to a conclusion. I just came to like this realization that I'm never leaving this place. I feel like Texas just kidnaps its citizens. We do. Uh-huh. Shit.
0: <laughs>
2: it's like we
0: have more you livable disasters ever. than anywhere else. You go to California, you ain't used to shit shaking. <laughs> like shit. Just- you go to Florida, well, I know that we have hurricane season, but you might not have to leave your whole goddamn house. Listen,
2: no. Florida, Florida. Javon and I were talking about this the other day. Florida is built for the hurricanes. Okay? Yeah,
0: yeah. Go to New Orleans.
2: Houston is not.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Go to New Orleans. New Orleans (laughs) wasn't built for it either. (laughs) No.
2: No. uh, I'm just talking about Florida homes. Like, I lived in Florida. I grew up in Florida. And it was fine we we survived
0: I think they said people in Florida they get recuperate from a hurricane in like three months
2: yeah probably I just I remember just getting plywood I also I remember just standing outside in our backyard as the hurricanes would hit with my siblings and seeing you know who's gonna get blown away first we (laughs) where the fuck were our parents for these
0: I was about to ask you the same question what the fuck Dang I'm evacuating <laughs> quick <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not a person To sit there There's a hurricane that's about to hit We'll be alright just tie your
2: boat up <laughs> like, I'm
0: leaving <laughs>
2: it, it, it can You board up the windows Anything that's glass gets boarded up And then it's It's fine
0: there Ain't no way in hell Ain't <laughs> no way in hell
2: I was like three months old when Harvey hit and we did it in a funeral home, so I've been told. Hmm. What type of wishful shit is that? Like, <laughs> no, my dad worked at the funeral home. He was an embalmer. I wouldn't and so... want to
0: be there. Like,
2: I'd be like, what are you I... trying to tell us? Like, <laughs> like, for real. I didn't have any decision-making skills at that point. Like, I, I had just shot out of my mom's vagina, so I don't, I don't know. What to do. Oh my god,
0: this is this, 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 this. this is this <laughs> This is you know what this, this is exactly why i don't talk to you about certain things like this is, this is the exact reason why
1: Why? because
0: you're the only person you know how many times you have mentioned your vagina to me within just this morning
1: Uh
0: oh my vagina <laughs> just vagina in general you know how many times you have said that to
2: no. me? just this morning this is- this is like the first time I've mentioned vagina. I did tell you to suck a dick earlier for forgetting my birthday, but that was about it. Oh, yeah. To
0: all Happy belated.
2: Yeah. Ro got your number. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. Don't, put me
1: don't-, don't drag me through
2: the mud, <laughs> whoa, 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 Wait, 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 wait. Ro and I don't talk normally, like on a daily basis. God damn it, damn second, right. second. Ro has not known me for almost 15 years. Eric, do you realize do you realize that in October it will be 14 years, you little shit?
0: Hell, y'all women keep up with all types of fucking
2: dates. I didn't even remember the exact date we met. Like, shit. I only, I, no, I only know it's October because we met Homecoming, and Homecoming is usually in October. <laughs> uh, y'all are high school sweethearts and friends. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even remember. I, I remember how I met her. <laughs> like I didn't. It was okay. 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 So I remember. I remember. So one of our friends wanted to dance with you, at the homecoming dance. Yeah, we should. Talk um, and you had you <laughs> had what like a brown suit on with like a fedora. Um, killing it.
0: <laughs> sure, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Watch your mouth, goddamn it! I was a pimp. Like
2: I was. <laughs> I was keeping it strong. Anyways, she she came up to me because apparently after like three days of knowing me, she already knew that I was that bitch. Um, so she came up to me and she's like, I really want to dance with him. Like, will you go ask him? And so I went up and I asked you if you would go dance with her. And I don't remember if you did or didn't. I, I hope you did. I did. But yeah. I danced with her. You did? Okay.
1: I
0: danced
1: with her. I didn't want to Good job. What? Huh? You dance with it. It's so sweet. Yeah. Great. Right.
2: Yeah. Great. Right. Now she's married has a kid. Probably doesn't even think about you.
1: But look at him. Got one of his girls married. That's good. I'm proud. <laughs> hey, let me ask y'all a question. Do, do y'all ever think about that? Do you ever get excited at the people that you, you know, dealt with in the past and... I congratulate all the people I've dealt with, and they all married off and have kids and stuff. It makes me feel good. I'm like, dang, I must have
2: picked them, boy. All of mine's a married. Book. What is that? I, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Like, I have mine on. I have I have a couple of them that are Facebook friends with me, and they're like married with 2.5 kids and all that. We're <laughs> yep. like, oh, good for you. Yep. I was just that hoe. Okay.
0: I don't like being used as a pretest Like I'm just I'm just gonna <laughs> I don't want I don't wanna be that person like like you you done caught me and then out and now it's like you done ran off and got your ass married. You was just a whole last week. How the <laughs> hell? Right. <Like, laughs> now you saved and you a Christian. Like I don't understand this. Where where did all this come from?
2: Bro, why are you calling me out like that?
0: Oh I'm sorry, Gabby <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> I be feeling. I. I'm not gonna say I feel some type of way whenever it comes to somebody being married. When somebody, if somebody's married, after they just got through dealing with me. Now it's weird. It's weird if somebody was to get married and I know I just messed around with, with that, with that female. Like I'll be like, that's your husband. Like, like okay, okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna like, like go ahead and roll up out of here. What's real messed up mm-hmm. is I think it's messed up if a woman is getting married and she invites that dude to her wedding. You think that's
1: messed up? That's, that's fucked up. What, dude? You don't think that's messed up? Oh, what? Were you the
0: if, like, what you if, only? Like, let's put it like this let's say that I messed around with a chick, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's getting married.
2: And she invites me to her wedding. Okay. I don't think I should... Yeah, like, what's the timeline on this? Are you the side piece? Like, she was already engaged while you guys were messing around? Or were you messing around while y'all were single? And, like, six months later... I mean, if it's
0: like that, I have no problem with that. If it's six months later, I have no problem with that. But it's like, I'm the side piece. Okay. And I didn't know she was engaged. I feel like I'm feeling oh. like a lot of personal business right now. Like I feel like I'm it, being judged. Did this too. happen? I'm not gonna answer that question specifically. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Did this happen?
2: No, nah, this
0: ain't. It didn't, it didn't happen. It did happen, but in, not in recent time. It, it happened before. It happened to me though.
1: Okay, so tell the story. So what happened again? Wait, wait. You gonna have to tell the story now. Okay. Yes. The listeners want to know.
2: real quick. I need a, I need a story time. I
1: uh, uh, man, damn.
2: So
0: we
1: can change the subject. We can change no, the subject. No, no,
0: no. Y'all wanna talk, I'm, I'm talk about it? I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it. I put it out there. So, um, there was a female that uh, we were, we had messed around quite a few times. You know, uh, she would. Uh, come over to to my house like a little bit after hours. We do our thing. And uh, at one point, we was uh, watching a movie and, um, you know, she would have to go home and everything like that. Didn't think nothing about it. But um there's been a few times that she actually spent the night at my crib. And it was all good. And so, <laughs> at one point, I didn't hear from her for like two for like a month, almost a month. But she was telling me she had been busy with work. So I was like, okay, that's what's up. And she went and came and saw me again, did our thing again, she left, went home. Three weeks later, I get hit up on my Facebook. She added me on my Facebook. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then she sent me an invitation to her wedding on Facebook. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, okay, okay. I ain't going to this old ignorant ass wedding. <laughs> like I'm like I know how it's gonna be. I couldn't go to the. Hell no, no. Hell no. To the no no no. I was to the no no no. I was not gonna be that average person. There's there's two things. There's there's two types of black people I don't want to be, and that's the one who fuck up a wedding, and the one who fight at a funeral. That's, that's the only one I don't want to be. Already we already done got close to fighting at a at a wedding before, but I haven't I have not gotten into a fight at a funeral. Okay, so I don't want to be that person who who gets things all types of fucked up. You know what I mean? I think that's just wrong. Okay, now that we done caught up a little bit, <laughs> before we get into every other thing, I got a couple of topics here that I wanted to talk to y'all about. I figured we start off light. Like, we got all this laughing shit going, so I'm going to keep that one moving. The thing I want to know from both of y'all is, do you think you could marry somebody before you have sex with them? Uh,
2: mm, I have mixed feelings on this. <laughs>
0: Please talk about I feel like it's more
2: complicated than a yes or no answer. Not to me. Um, <laughs> I don't Okay, so like me five, six years ago, I straight up would have said no. You can't, like, how are you supposed to know? What if they're not good Come at on. it? Like all the bullshit, right? right? But I've also learned like size doesn't really matter. And if they're open to learning, then we can learn together and it turns into a whole fucking experience. And it can be so much better that way. EJ?
0: Oh, it ain't my turn yet. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm gonna let y'all go first. <laughs> go ahead,
1: Robo. I gotta try it out first. I'm sorry.
0: So you gotta sample your goods first <laughs>
1: before you decide and I'm I, I just have to be honest with myself and I'm not about to play With myself, you, Gab, or listeners, you know. Hey man, I'm trying to find out.
0: (laughs) So you the type of person that walks into H E B and you got to sample your grapes before you take them out of there?
2: No, I wash
1: my grapes first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I missed missed all of that.
1: Gotta wash
2: the grapes. Gabby, what are like gargle the balls? I'm so confused. Wait, no,
0: no, no. That's not what she
2: <laughs> that's
0: what she meant. You know Ro Roe is four, four inches anyway. Four
2: inches. <laughs> wait,
0: wait. Hey, what's wrong with four inches? That's Four
2: inches can be powerful as fuck.
0: Yeah, that's all she needs. Okay. That's all she needs.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I got you, Robo. <laughs> uh, four inches? Nah, I get Four inches can't work now. <laughs> Maybe need a little bit more girth to something.
2: Um... <laughs> Actually, speaking of girth and four inches, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about, like, what the perfect ratio is. Like, so... We were having a conversation about dick size, right? And what I preferred... Um, I don't know how we got onto this conversation because I'm, I'm a married woman, so I shouldn't be talking to other men about like the penis sizes that I prefer. But whatever, it's neither here nor there.
0: Do you have a certain size that you prefer? And
2: so, <laughs> like I'm just I I don't. I just I prefer a good ratio to length and girth. Like if it's gonna be long, can we have like a good amount of? It it can't be a thin bitch, okay. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't want a pencil dick. Hey, some people it's great like that. that you're there. eight inches long. Yeah, some people like pencil dick. If there's nothing against it. I just don't want it. Like, it's great that you're eight inches long, but if you're not like perfectly round, then that was a nice round you.
1: you had. That was a big one. <laughs> Chucks. I'm saying that's
0: not. Yeah, that. that damn, what type of girl do you like, want? Like, like, goddamn. <laughs>
1: See, I'm, I'm, see, I'm cool with
0: the two and a half, three. That's an end table leg, like what she looking for. Like, that's, <laughs> uh, you ain't looking for nothing. I don't one. know what you're
1: talking
0: about. The circle that you made with your hand is, oh my god. Yeah. that was that's like it. a four. That was like a three, four inch circle. <laughs> no, it wasn't that y'all, small. Y'all love a
2: whole last mess. No. That's like an inch and a half.
0: That okay. wasn't no, that for- small. Your fingers were <laughs> not that small. It looked like you was about to pick up, a goddamn baby, like, when you, like you picked up a baby by his arm when you made that circle.
1: Hey, EJ, I went to the sex shop recently, and they actually have, they actually have a ding dong there that's like a, like as size as my head. It's just a fat thing, white pink. I'm like, yo, how, how does that even fit? You just play with it on the outside, like. <laughs>
0: See, that's what I'm talking about. They have they have this stuff where it's like, I don't know why, but like these I don't know who I don't know who buys this shit. Like I don't like there's there's like so much there's so much that they sell and it's like you got a goddamn dildo way wider than this microphone. And I'm like, come on dog, like who is putting this in there? Who is genuinely sitting up here thinking to yourself, oh, that's going to feel good when
1: I get it home. Somebody is. Obviously, it's a product in the stores. Somebody buying it. Hey, why y'all got robot pussies now? Let's talk
2: about that. Don't kink shave, okay, guys? Like, don't do it. It's it's, it's not nice.
1: (laughs) Hey. They got pocket pussies for you, uh EJ. Why you got to judge the girls? Cuz you don't have <laughs> Yeah. cuz I don't uh, use pocket a, a, pussies. A,
0: a <laughs> I don't use pocket pussies. I've never used pocket pussies. When I can get the real thing Listen, and not have to pay $4.99 for it. <laughs> like <laughs> you
2: should you should change your mind on that because now they have pocket pussies that work in tandem with vibrators and I think it's the coolest idea in the fucking world. Like I could be on the other side of the world, and Javon could be here, and as long as I got my little vibrator, we
1: could technically do the nasty. That's they the have app- they have an application for it through the toys now, DJ. You can legit yeah. you can legit be on your phone, and your girl can be like jacking you off, or like you'll have the vibrator, yeah. and you can like press like press the buttons to like control what it's doing, and if you are long distance.
2: Yeah, I think it's I think it's the best invention in the world. What the fuck is this going to solve? they have they have like the really they have like the really for the girls because this isn't going to work for the guys because the the fucking pocket pussy that they have for the guys looks like a whole ass boombox. But <laughs> um, for, the, for the girls, it's like it's like really discreet and it just kind of like suction cups onto the the clit. And then it's got like a little nugget that goes inside, and like I don't know, walking around and have your man fuck around with you while he's playing with the app. I think it's like vibrating panties, but better because you're getting a little bit of penetration in there. Which is my thought process.
1: See, I tried. I, I have. I bought a vibrator recently, and I haven't hooked it up to the app yet. I don't. I don't know if the toys are for me. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the journey. I'll let
2: y'all know along the process.
1: What's the point of buying it? I'm going with
2: it. Yeah. So so the biggest thing on, like, toys, because I'm, I'm going through my journey, but I think I'm a little bit further ahead than you are. <laughs> the, what I've learned is you have to kind of, like, it can be a little bit expensive because you have to, like, figure out what you like as far mm-hmm. as the toys.
1: Yeah, I spent 300 bucks for nothing. I've just been Using my body, bam! <laughs> I was like, I don't even like this ding dong. Why do they even make it like that? Yuck! I'm gonna have to buy another you one. Like- I have to buy another ding dong and another vibrator.
2: What the hell? Shit! Okay, okay. okay. So, so I have one that you might like. It's uh, what the fuck is it? I think it's a rabbit, but it's like this big. It's, it's itty bitty. It's like a little bullet. And the vibration on that bitch. <laughs>
1: I think EJ <laughs> will be doing in the bedroom. I think that's what EJ... You know what? I'm going to get two girls just so I can ask them whatever they want. And we can just talk about
2: sex and what they do in the bedroom and toys. And... Probably. Because <laughs> EJ only... EJ knows that this, <laughs> this is like 95% of the conversations that I have anyways. Um... So this isn't anything new for me. So that's probably what he did. He, that was his thought process. I I'm know. i gonna get what, them both in here, and thing. Gabby's gonna get her to talk <laughs> about her
0: sex habits. I was talking about. I was talking about sex before marriage. I don't know where the fuck this went. I was sitting up, just talking about, hey, which do you ever think that you can, you know, possibly have, have a a good relationship. Not have sex with this person at all, but until y'all get married,
1: you haven't
0: asked her yet, so we're on you now. Yeah, oh, there's a hell no for me. I asked that question, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay? Okay, wait, wait, because both of you guys are a no, and I'm over here just kind of teeter
0: totter. What, no? I'm like, I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I get what you're saying, Gabby, but also, too, the, the thing that I was gonna follow up and say to you. What if you're already experienced? This person does not have any experience at all.
2: Don't be afraid to be a teacher in the bed, man.
0: I'm not scared to be a teacher.
2: This comes comes all the way back to the conversation that we had during men versus women and communicating during sex and about sex and what it is that you like. If I'm more experienced than the person that I marry, Then okay, we need to make sure that we have good communication, which, by the way, not having sex until your marriage usually means that that's something that you work on first off. Because if you start off your relationship with, okay, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, let's put a penis in it, you kind of lose that need to conversate, and, like, you put that on the back burner, and then that's, like, what you need to work on most during your marriage rather than sex but if I can have a conversation with you and I can enjoy your company and just be with you then that means that when it comes down to let's put a penis in it we can also have a conversation about our dislikes and our likes and what it is that we are needing from our partner
0: that's a lot put on it
1: can I chime in EJ
0: Feel free.
1: No. It's different for straight couples than it is for gay couples. We talk about it all the time. That's true. As as girls, well, let me say lesbians. I don't, you know, I'm not a gay man, so I, I can probably find a gay guy to talk about this too for the show. But, hey, man, I feel like it's different. I guess I don't talk about every single time with every single woman, but... We pretty quickly kind of figure out, kind of have to have to have that conversation sometimes, about what you like, what you don't like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it kind of forces, this, you know, it's two girls, you don't know if the woman. I mean, I, th- I feel like we are forced to naturally talk about that, than more of a straight couple, I would say. I
0: mean, I mean, I hear it from mm-hmm. I, I've, I've actually talked to a gay dude about this stuff before, and I've actually. I asked him like when we were doing the uh, men versus women uh, stuff, man. Like I actually asked one gay dude if um, I'm like, do you ever discuss what you like in the bedroom? And he's like, it's a must. <laughs> he was like, it's a it's a must. I can't. He's I can't just go in with this anybody. He said it's it's truly it's truly a must. I can't. And so I, I feel like, you know, when it comes to a woman, when it comes to two women, I understand what you're saying. Like, 100%, y'all have different equipment. <laughs> like, there's certain parts of it. Don't, don't, do, don't do the eyebrows on
1: Yeah, every girl has a scissor before. So, you, you know, you never know. It may be their first experience with me.
0: <laughs> she be trying to, she gonna.
1: Oh, you never have but vagina on vagina, P on P? Uh-oh. Wanna try it? <laughs> How is it? It's fantastic.
2: Yo, I, I need you to know that I love
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> you see her face though?
1: Did you see her? Face? face? Did you see her I need to know Rose face? i the whole time. Dang it.
0: But okay, so both okay. of y'all so Gabby, you, st- you said you just mixed up about it, and you said you're, you're willing to let somebody learn.
2: I feel like there's just like pros and cons to it because if if you're if you're not working on communication as like the foundation of your relationship, then obviously not having sex before marriage is going to be really shitty. But if that's something that you're working on prior then yeah like it it should be i think it should be fine i don't know i'm just thinking like my experiences of people that i've known and screwed after years of knowing them and it not being like great or what was expected
3: mm-hmm. even though
2: we had like great chemistry but we didn't really talk like we had like great oh hey we're hanging out and we're just going to love up on each other because this is what we do, Um, but we're not actually gonna have conversations. And then thinking about the times where I have had really good in-depth conversations with people. And then when we finally screwed, it was great. And it was like, oh wow, this is amazing because he actually listened to the things that I did with my body. He understood the small little micro expressions that were made while we were bumping uglies. So I'm like it 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 could work. It could work.
0: Do you believe in the do you believe in the uh 90 day rule?
2: Nah man, if I'm gonna put a rule on it, then we might as well just have sex.
0: No, I'm just saying that's what I'm saying. Like, like like I when I say the ninety day rule is it's it's the whole thing that uh it's something that Steve Harvey yeah. created. It's almost yeah, like the five. Waiting. It's almost like the five date rule. Mm-hmm. You know, five dates, then it will lead to something else. Leads you getting more and so, more and more.
2: Yeah, so here's here's my thing on the ninety day rule and the five date rule, and all of that nonsense. If it's like an open thing that you are mentioning to your future partner,
0: but you're whatever, not. but but you're not.
2: You're not supposed to, but like guys aren't stupid and girls aren't stupid and y'all know what the fuck is going on if I'm sitting there like oh no I don't want to just yet or I'm on my period or like y'all are gonna fucking figure it out and if you have a decent relationship with this person and you guys are communicating uh, it's gonna end up coming out like you're gonna end up saying it but if I'm even for myself if I'm gonna put a rule on it for just me and say oh no I'm not gonna fuck him until 90 days all that's going to do is going to want me to, or it's going to make me want to fuck you more because I've now told myself, no, I can't have that. And I don't know, maybe that's just my mentality. But I feel like if you tell me no, I'm going to want it.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually recently had a situation with uh, a young friend through my, you know, dating journey and, you know, putting my feet out there, and anywho, I didn't even know I was on the goddamn 90 days until she told me, and what matter of fact, when she told me, it was already, she told me it was what, 20-something days in, or something, <laughs> I was like, and when she told me, she said, you know, she said, uh-uh, she said, I got you on the 90 days, she said, you're gonna have to wait a little bit, I said, 90 days, honestly, turn turned me off, I was like, uh oh. I didn't even know I was on the time. <laughs> Hmm. Honestly, I started talking to somebody else. I can't even front y'all. I I gradually stopped hitting her up behind that. You gotta let me know if I'm on a ninety
0: day. Well, honestly, that's like with uh with my lady. Uh, when we first got together, um, I didn't I didn't know I was on a on a ninety day rule. I didn't know I was on this little plan. It's a little different because for men, we can't force y'all to. Some of us, huh? Never mind. Some of dumb. us do. We
2: hey, all think you can? That's called
0: a rapist, baby. That's 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 called a rapist if he's forcing you. Hey, some girls like that. Fuck that! I'm not that type of person. I'm a gentleman. I'm gentler. But
2: I mean, I I appreciate you for being a gentleman.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I try. <laughs> You're always a gentleman, EJ? No, for real. Oh. I'm, I'm always a
1: gentleman.
0: Hey. I'm always a gentleman. I've never been one uh-huh. to to try to push sex on on, on any woman. Uh oh.
1: Uh oh. What was that? Hey. you a no, little I bit have- left? A little bit. Then you got a, a story to tell us. Not a rape story, a real one. Like a, I like hope a not. Hey, you, you hey, have y'all some girls be liking that, like be requesting to like Requesting to like have that type of
2: thing. Have y'all uh, heard about? I yeah no I know I have a friend who we were talking about porn the other day and she's like I love watching the great porn. It's like sometimes I just want <laughs> for my my significant other to just do some crazy shit and I'm looking at her like.
0: Okay. I had one. F-
1: yeah baby.
0: I had one female tell me once before I want to be choked and I'm like oh hell no <laughs> I'm like I got to get.
2: Hold
0: up, wait. The fuck is wrong with wanting to be choked? Listen, the, I was just get ready no, to say... When you... I'm talking about not an average choke. I'm not talking about, like, me sitting up and just grabbing her slightly. You know, I know how to slightly grab somebody and just squeeze the outside I know, of their neck.
2: I, I know what type of choke you're talking about, and
1: again, what's, what's wrong with that? No, that... Yeah, No. Now some people not into that. Trust me, I found out recently. You know, I recently reconnected with my first love, and I tried. I tried to. I tried to do something I was doing with previously, and uh, she 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 had to check me a couple times. Uh uh, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that. Mm-mm, I don't do that. I was, I was like, oh. And then what's crazy is I tried it again a couple seconds later. I was like, oh, but it, it's because it was. It's in me. I don't. Know how to, I
2: I, um no I was I was actually talking to Javon about this the other day uh because I I enjoy being choked but like so the proper way to do it so that you're not like hurting the person is you're you're not supposed to put pressure here right on the windpipe because you can bruise shit um like it can be really dangerous but you see I um I really think that I'm like just turned on by the, the thought of almost dying while having sex because the harder you do it, the happier I am. It's a whole thing.
1: I think I feel I think I feel the same way. One time I stopped my orgasm because I was like, I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. I feel like this is how men get to their climax and die like at a old age or something. I'm scared of what you're about to say to
0: me. Like I really am. So you remember
1: the artist I told you about that has uh, the show on the fourth? Yeah. All right, that I was telling you about. She's over here. We we got an Airbnb out in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. She trying to figure out what I'm over here doing. Yeah. So I already, I already, I've letting her know. I plug, I plugged her in on the show and how uh, you excited to meet her and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I can't. I can't wait to meet her. Honestly, I think for. For her to be as far as she is with what she's doing, I, I I take my hat off to her. If I could take these dreads out, I'll take them out to her. Like I, I just, <laughs> like honestly, I I truly respect people who are on the grind and hustling to do what they have to do, especially an artist, especially an artist, because I understand that this industry is hard. It's not it's not easy having to do any of this. So, so for her to be opening up for Gucci and and all that, man, she, she's doing it. She's doing it. I, I honestly, I honestly, I look up to her. Like now, like she has, like I'm, I'm a fan already and I haven't even met her. I haven't even, I have not listened to her music yet, but I'm a fan of anyone that is prospering and that is that is working hard. I'm a fan of every hard worker. Hell, I'm a fan of you for all of the hard work that you've been doing, like with Stony A and you sitting up here managing with her and all that. And I'm proud of you. This is, you've gotten, you've gotten, you've built up and you've gotten so far Within a year. A year? Yep. We've only we've been I've been doing this podcast for a year. Like yep. I've been doing I just I just realized that when I walked in the studio, I didn't I didn't realize I had already been doing it for a year. But I've been doing this podcast for a whole year. Yep. And I've watched you go from Situation. I'm, just saying, I'm just gonna just say, let's call call it a situation.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody goes through things. You 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 witness you witness me on the down. You witness me working on myself. You witness me working on my mindset because it all comes together. You know what I mean? The communication, your mindset, you understanding what you want for your life, you right. understanding what your role is and what you have to do. You know, that, it takes really a lot of work, you know, to figure out there's so much that goes on in this world. And then you got to figure out what you like, what you want to do with, with your career, you know. And then I'm not doing the traditional thing to where, you know, I'm not working a regular job now. So I have to make something work. So now I'm diversified myself to where I'm, you know, I have to just create or connect with somebody who's creating and 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 so see my job, I feel like I should just sow seed everywhere. Everywhere, right. my job is to, you know, I want to make a hundred millionaires. That's my job. At least a hundred millionaires. That's it. And you know, including myself with my product business, my service business, and maybe uh, and with the, and with the music,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and eventually just keep growing, growing it, growing different entities. But a lot of people don't even talk about stuff like that. You know?
0: That's why they get it here.
1: That's Man, listen. It's, I don't, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm just trying to figure things out every day. I don't have all the answers, but what, one thing about me, I, I, I will figure it out. You know? And you got to just keep pushing and try to stay positive even when you go through things. All right. Because all of that is a part of the journey. I had to go, I had to go through heartbreak. I had to go through crying. I had to go through, um, you know, getting fired from jobs, getting laid off. And, you know, all those things that was setting me up mentally to be here with you and to be more like up and up. Like, I'm happy. I'm happier. Yeah. And I can genuinely say I'm happy for the first time ever with myself still got anxiety and stuff that I'm dealing with every day, but I can manage it for the most part, you know, so I'm going to just take this time, big up myself because I really don't do that a lot. You got to You got to big up yourself. You do. You can't
0: sit up and work as hard as we do and not be able to say, you know what? I need to give myself a pat on the back. It's about being appreciative. It's about You know, loving yourself. You have to love yourself in order to get to these places. And some people don't realize that.
1: Man, you're not lying, E. I can't front. Just you saying that alone, like, I can't front. I got lost. I got lost into, I I legit got lost for a second into, I just got lost in the world for a second. I had to get my sanity back a little bit. Sometimes you gotta take out time for yourself. Right. You got to, because if not, you're gonna be sucked in somebody else's life. Right. Whatever they wanna do, wherever they wanna go.
0: Right. And I said this on I said this on here on um, on multiple occasions. One thing that my mom always my mother has always taught me, and and my grandfathers all my grandparents. One thing that they've always taught me is don't be nobody's fool. And what that means is don't let people constantly tug on you and constantly pull you back. Because eventually, you're going to be so caught up with what they're doing, you lose sight of your own doing. Yeah. And so now you're on, now you're on a path, now you're on a dark path and you're trying to find the light. hmm That's light.
1: exactly what it is. Honestly, it was like exactly what you said. I I felt like I was like in a dark tunnel and I seen a, a possible light speck, But I had a lot of work to do to get towards it. Right. And eventually, you have to go through that though. You have to hit rock bottom. Like I feel like you have to go through those things you do you have to you have to embrace embrace your journey guys and i'm talking to myself as well you got to embrace the journey you know can you, you got to em-
0: can you enjoy success if you've never been broke
1: i mean listen some some people some people say can you enjoy success
0: like can you can you feel like let me put it like this if you had everything, what would it mean for you to have nothing?
1: Now, see that conversation me and you can't have because we came, you know, at the end of the day. As of right now, like we we did we didn't come, we didn't come from wealth, at least right. within the past four hundred you know years due to systemic reasons. But mm-hmm. that's a whole nother subject. Um. But what I'm saying, with now with us having access to the internet and us having access to information, now you know, it just changed the game. And now there's more of our people in our community that have that have it's more people, more of us that have more, more money than we've ever had in our entire lives. And it's it's starting to change the like that that mindset as far as monetary gain.
0: Right.
1: And we making our moves just gonna take time.
0: Right
1: i just can't wait to see the point to where all of us can get together and really start building things and changing the trajectory of our culture and getting all right fixing all of this stuff ourselves right you know it's just gonna take time to get there Mm -hmm. but we waking up though hell
0: yeah we getting there we gonna do this all right y'all we gonna take
1: real quick real quick before we get into a break What's um um, Gray Summers, which is Bria is her, her real name. She told me to tell you thank you very much for the shout out. And she said she heard you and um, I'm going to talk to her on getting on the episode, maybe doing putting a, putting a song on the show or something if you're cool with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, okay. I think we can do that. We can make that work. Yeah, we can do an interview or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would love to interview her. We'll, we'll put in the schedule for one of these days and see what works. Okay. For sure, for sure. Yeah. She she recently joined TikTok and got (laughs) all the girls going, all the girls are going crazy. What's her TikTok? I'm going to let her tell it. It's Grace Summers, Houston, Texas.
0: Grace Summers, Houston, Texas.
1: Yeah. So it's G R E Y Summer, H T H.
0: H T H. Well to all of the backyard nation out there, y'all go out and y'all go check her out, go check out her music and go check her go check out her TikTok. Y'all we got to take care of our own on this one. So so we going to make sure that you get the love that you deserve.
1: So oh, I appreciate
0: that. Oh yeah, no problem, especially from here. Cuz this is a place where you can always come, you could be real, you can, you know, it, it's no host bar on this show. You heard Lord. how we be talking?
1: Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> I, bro, bro actually had to walk out, I am like, what you talking
0: about?
1: <laughs> and I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and sit down and mind my business. I even <laughs> moved my chair to the end because so, I know I want to chime in a little bit. <laughs> I, I like that. I like I like the authentic part. I like the child keep it real. You know, that's, that's, that's missing on a lot of things. A lot of people not able to express themselves. That's why I, you know, took the route of music because you can't tell me how to express myself. You know what I'm saying through my music. That's 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 my story. Exactly. So especially with your podcast, is you know you know y'all talking about things that y'all been through, and you know what others have been through that y'all can relate to if not been through. So I think that's cool to give other people a voice. You know. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. I want people to be heard. When I created this, I wanted folks to be heard. So. That's I, the goal. So I want to make sure that I'm not commercialized like everybody else. Yeah. You know the main the main podcast that I watch the realest podcast I two realest podcasts that I could possibly watch right now are the Joe Rogan podcast and Hip Hop Uncensored. And so those are the only two podcasts I really mess with. Everybody else is kind of and and 85 South Show I can mess with them from time to time.
2: Yeah. Of
1: course.
0: <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs>
1: Miss with eighty five. I actually, man, man, I want to hop on there one day, and I can't. I'm, I'm gonna try to see if I gotta pay for it or whatever. But man, I want to eventually meet those guys, man.
0: Well, when I come, when we come back off of this break, I got something to tell you, and so. Uh
1: oh, uh oh, okay.
0: I, I'll tell you something pretty soon. So uh, no worries. We are gonna take a quick break, y'all, and uh when we come back, we should have uh Young Bryce in the building.
1: Young Bryce, all right. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Interview.
0: So we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Backyard Brunch. I'm your boy EJ Nunn. I got my girl Roe still here with me, chilling. How y'all doing? I had a I loved our conversation just a minute ago. That shit was live and shit. I ain't gonna friend. And uh, we gave shouts out to um, her artist. And so, um, what was your artist name again? Say it one more time for us.
1: Her name is Gray. G-R-E-Y Summers. S-U-M-M-E-R-S. Gray Summers. But her first name is Bria. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's where you got me. Because you kept on flipping it up, talking about when her first name is Bria. I'm like, okay, so what, what name should I call her by? So, <laughs> so, uh y'all go look up Gray Summers. She has stuff going on on Apple music and she's opening up for Gucci Man this week. Y'all go out there, she's in Decatur, Georgia. She's gonna be out there in Decatur, Georgia. Also to check out Road B. She got uh Stony Stone Eight going on out there. Stony Eight sitting up here yep. doing her thing. But yep. right now, without further ado, it's time for the man of the hour. Um, this young artist, I've been knowing him, uh, since he was in high school, you know, he was square as a box of Apple Jacks. So, <laughs> so I've been knowing him for, I've watched him grow into the man that he is today. He's a great father. You know, he's a good man. He just made... The top 21 Austin Chronicles hottest rappers list. Y'all give it up for my boy, Mr. Young Bryce. I forbid the building. What up, boy? Brother, my brother, man. with y'all. <laughs> Congratulations,
1: man! I heard about that.
3: Hey, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I'm trying to get to it,
0: man. With, with all of your hard work, dude. Like, oh man, like all of the work that you've been doing in the for hip-hop just in general because originally growing up you're from LA no you're not from LA no
3: no my family from out there okay well, I, I got a lot of family I my.
0: was told that you were from Cali no.
3: no no no
0: all these goddamn years I done been getting told lies like oh nah. <laughs> so you are still, a Texas boy
3: still a Texas nigga <laughs> okay. still a Texas nigga nah um I got a lot of family from Cali. I go out there all the time. I'm out there heavily influenced. Mm-hmm. But uh no, I'm originally from Temple, but I was raised in Austin, bro.
0: Okay, bet. I was
3: raised in Austin, fam. Uh Me and my uh me and your brother realized like maybe 5, 8 years into our friendship, like I said something about, yeah, I used to go to Willie's barbecue when I was growing up. And he was like, nigga,
0: that's my uncle's barbecue shit. I'm like, you cap, nigga. You cap. I grew up on Willie's Barbecue. Yeah, man, all of that is our family. Anybody ever go over off of 12th Street and uh, 12th was Springdale. Or the
3: Springdale and MLK. MLK. Springdale, MLK, right there next to the double R.
0: Ain't even the double R -R 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 -R
3: -R 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 no more. No?
0: No. I don't even know what it's called.
3: Nigga. Dude. Yeah, my granny used to live right down the street from that hill I Used to walk right up there <laughs> all the time. The
0: gentrification is real. You ain't I lying. I want y'all to know that. Like, <laughs> you ain't lying. Hey,
1: that means that all that means is for us to invest, 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 invest back in your communities and
0: yep. let's get it. Even with Willie passing away, man, his business is still up over there thriving. Mm-hmm. Like, doing this thing. It's, it's literally that barbecue shop was like like a barbershop. It was the cornerstone for the neighborhood. Like, bro. for real, for real. But I'm telling you, fam, he used to hoop
3: and go straight to Willie's Barbecue, bro. All the time. And we was By always steak. up
0: there. We'd never seen him. <laughs> like, we'd thing. never seen him.
3: That's the thing. You probably did, bro. Back then, you probably did. You know I didn't have a hair yeah. and shit. shit. Yeah. I looked like a little Mexican back then, so... <laughs> y'all probably didn't even notice me
0: we we probably didn't but hey hey it's, it's all good though <laughs> but so this is my first time hearing that you actually from texas yeah, so bro. that's that's pretty live within itself i literally thought i'm like oh he from la he he all about he all about <laughs> cali <laughs> nah uh i just love being out there bro
3: <laughs> i love going out there it's It's a different vibe from out here, bro. Like this is my home Mm -hmm. and I love it here to death. But if I had to go anywhere else, that's where I'm going.
0: I understand that. We were just talking about other places we would go. I can't go. I would go to Houston. That's that's about it. I I I I'll go to Houston. Any other state that I would move to, I would move to Atlanta.
3: Yeah, if I was gonna move out of state, it'd be to California. We're talking about in state off top of going to Houston. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. For sure. Yeah. Houston's like my third, third
0: home. Okay. So what got you into music? Like what um, what what like just hit you that just said, I wanna be a rapper?
3: Honestly, I remember like growing up when I was young, young bro, like I would just memorize every song. Every song that came by, I'm just I memorized and I could sing the song like it got to the point where the kids in my class be like, "Bro, you're like a human radio. Like you just, <laughs> you just sing whatever the fuck is on your mind, and you know every song." And then I want to say in seventh grade, I was at the apartments. I was staying in my partner' crib. What's that one beat? I don't know whose beat it is originally. I think it's The Game or something. That dun uh, dun dun I
0: think I know what talking about. That. That.
3: Trey and them did yeah. it too with that I'm an asshole yeah <laughs> that bitch. but
0: that one that one I think the the original for it I think that was uh, I can't say DMX because it wasn't there but it was somebody from New York was it? yeah it was somebody okay. from New York
3: I know I've heard game on it too see I don't know who the hell yeah. beat it is
0: but it might have been that's G the first. it might have been 50.
3: yeah maybe yeah. but that's the first beat I wrote to. Wrote a quick. I don't even know if it was a 16. It might have been a 12. <laughs> <laughs> might have been a 10. I don't know. But that was the first time I wrote, like, bars down. And my friend was like, bro, that's kind of hard. Like, yeah. I was like, well, shit.
0: <laughs> I might
3: be able to do this shit. It was a rap from there, bro.
0: How old would you say that you were when you did that?
3: Uh, shit. How old are you in seventh grade? 13? 12? Like, <laughs> probably, like, probably like 12. Probably
0: like 12. Twelve,
3: 12 I say that's when I started like writing here and there. I know I didn't take the shit serious like really getting to it till ninth grade. Okay. When I fucking was taking your phone and writing in fucking class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's when I took that shit serious back then. That's when I first was like letting people know I rap and shit.
0: What made you take it more serious?
3: Actually, do you remember Scrivin' them, Scrib and Lil Yo? Mm-hmm. When I seen them drop that little mixtape at the school and was selling it, I'm like,
0: wait a minute. First thing that was illegal. <laughs>
3: but but, but <laughs> me. I mean, they was doing, it was day music, you know what I'm saying? They printed it up on the little CD. They got the little slips yeah, yeah. and they were selling it. I still got that CD somewhere, bro, but like I tell them niggas all the time, bro, like, y'all niggas made me realize like, nigga, I can do this. Like, cause I already rap. I just wasn't telling nobody I rap. But I already rap. You know what I'm saying? I'm already doing these bars, nigga. But now I see that y'all are doing it and people are, like, fucking with it?
0: Oh, come on. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. So you do your music and now, man, you have a... You just dropped a... Was it an EP or was it an actual album that you dropped, like, not too long ago?
3: I don't know what the... I don't know what the standards are now for EP, but we said it was an album. It has 10 songs on it, so...
0: Okay, and and the name of that album was what? Trill Living. Trill Living. Yeah. And it actually got... A, it actually made a lot of noise. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, this shit, like, took off, like, Trey just released the fucking album.
3: Yeah, that shit, <laughs> uh... this shit helped me for real. I, I wasn't expecting that.
0: And... So with you, with you, with uh, with you having a new album now, how did that feel to see that this album just took off the way it did?
3: Um, it definitely helped, like, with the confidence factor. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of rappers try to act like nigga I'm I'm him I'm woo woo, mm-hmm. like, and that's cool. You got to put on that that face for the public for sure. But it's nice to get, like, the feedback and know that the public is fucking with you. Yeah. Like, even last night at that, uh... My boy had a show with Lakiki last night. Mm-hmm. And the nigga at the door was like, didn't you just put an album out? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> my nigga, appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Let me go in and shit. But, yeah, it was just, it's cool to, to know that people fuck with you. And they, they fuck with the art that you putting together. Because I'm not really doing it. I mean, yeah, obviously we do music, so you're kind of doing it for the people, but I'm just giving you me, and the fact that y'all fuck with me, like, I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it.
0: So what kind of rapper would you say that you are?
3: Uh... What would you call this shit? Like, reality rap? Like, okay. Just a,
0: I call it a conscious uh, rap. Everybody got different. See yeah. Half of it.
3: I, I would say conscious an extent, I definitely have conscious stuff in there, but it's like it's still street shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just I don't glorify street shit. That's the difference. Right, right. I don't sit there and like, oh yeah, we 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 spend we spend the block on so and so like. Oh yeah, I, I get
0: that. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, because even even myself, I, I I saw that everybody got. I everybody got tracks that they had that they have where it's like you pick up women and all that yeah. other stuff. Everybody got that track. Yeah. And so even myself as a artist but uh, you know people don't know I do music <laughs> because yeah. people know me from doing comedy. Yeah. They're like, "Didn't you didn't you just open up for this person?" I'm like, "Uh yeah, you remember that." <laughs> like, so so even with the music that I write it's become more I want to enlighten people. I want yeah. to get y'all away from thinking that this is what we're supposed to be doing over here.
3: That's the only way to make it out. Yeah.
0: To do that shit. Yeah. Like, you think that selling drugs is what you're supposed to be doing? It's like, I uh, no, think, try, no, try another way. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so, Um. honestly, dude, I I've heard like probably like four four of your tracks from uh, Trill Living man and like honestly I had to stop it because of the fact I was like this is too deep I'm like this is this is deep as fuck I'm like I can't I can't listen to it. I gotta I gotta she wait a like little it. bit <laughs> like, yeah and so um, and even my son my son was sitting up there listening to your album he was like who the fuck is this? And he's like, Bryce. I was like, that's 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 Bryce, that's that's the that's the little bro. <laughs> and he was like, damn. He was like, he sounded like this. He was like, and he was like, my son had like him. He said, Dad, you need to put him on your podcast. If you don't put him on your podcast, you stupid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, man. I Appreciate it. I say that's one thing I do get a lot is like people tell me I don't sound like I'm from here you don't like and I don't sound like a local rapper and I guess that's a good thing you know what I'm saying yeah
0: you don't and and the thing is it's like your voice your voice it really you really do have that storytelling type of voice it's like sit down and (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hold on. let it, me talk it, to
1: it. You. I, I'm a, I can't front I'm over here all relax and stuff I can't sit I'm just like oh Lord I just want to lay down and just watch the show <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and this is my first time now I want to hear your music so I haven't heard of you yet but I'm excited for you and your voice is very cool you have a very hot voice and very relaxing. It, it makes me feel warm, so I can only imagine what you do to the girls or how you are with the family, etc.
3: You know? I appreciate it. Yeah, I actually, you know, I've learned that actually going through this, doing this album and everything, is that the, the songs I get the most love from are like those real chill, like laid back, just like smoking songs or talk to you songs or whatever, like i'm like damn
0: that <laughs> might that
3: might be my lane that i have to keep going through. yeah
0: man like uh, honestly i think it's a badass lane that you got <laughs> like, yeah but real.
3: i might have to might have to stick to that shit
0: because like i'm not even gonna front man like half of your album the half that i listened to it was those chill tracks yeah. but i'm like these are some this is something real Shit that he's talking, yeah, like, <laughs> like,
3: yeah, because you know, you you know, you know me, yeah. So you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit and lie to him. So
0: I'm just like, I'm like, yo, like this is, this is for real an experience. <laughs>
3: yeah, bro. Like I, I look at a lot of niggas, bro, especially like in the city that rap. <coughs>
2: excuse
3: me. Um, and like, one thing that kills me is like, bro, you trying to make it out, right? You're trying to make it out the city and I get it, you can do whatever you wanna do, say whatever you wanna say, but know that you gonna to have to stand on that shit somewhere else. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can sit here and talk all that rah-rah shit in your music all day. When you go to New Orleans, you go to California, go to wherever, Dallas, Houston, any other place, they gonna to wanna to see if you really that nigga you talking about, bro. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Bro, I can't trust you with that strap if you ain't got no bodies. <laughs> bro.
3: So I don't, I don't fucking, uh, I don't put out that type of energy, bro. Like, I, I, in my music, I let niggas know, like, I'm chilling. If you fuck with me, yes, you gonna, you gonna find out. Oh yeah. But other than that, bro. Well,
0: that's Texas for real. Yeah, <laughs> that's Texas for real. <laughs> I
3: don't put the energy out, bro. Like, I don't like lying on music. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I'm out here shooting at niggas every day because I'm not, like, because niggas going to want to, they going to want to see that. Right. they going to want to know what's up with you. Right. right. So I keep it chill. And if you press me, then you going to find out. Like, right. Other than that, but I'm not tripping on none of that.
0: Okay. I understand that. And also, too, you're a loving father, dude. Oh, yeah. Loving father. You have oh, yeah. a son and a daughter. Sir, one and one. And I'm
3: done. <laughs> <laughs> one and one, and I'm done.
0: Now I know your daughter is. You say your daughter just turned, just turned one. She just turned one years old. Yeah. Your son is four.
3: Yeah, about to be five in like a week and a half.
0: Okay, we'll just say
3: he five then.
0: Like, and I've seen your son. Your son is funny, dude. He's he very character. funny, dog.
3: Character. No. character. Oh if God. I don't get rich, he gonna get as rich. I know that. <laughs> is,
1: is your son on TikTok yet?
3: Bro, honestly, no, and that's why I've been slipping. Cause he like, he's one of them TikTok, like YouTube kids. Yes. Like, he yeah. he's all of that. He's all of that. He's a care. He wanted to come with me today. I just I told him no, cause he wouldn't have been able to sit still. Oh,
0: He'd have been sitting here fuck. bouncing, talking. <laughs> He'd have
3: been talking to EJ. Hey, you wanna go see my costume in the car? <laughs> he been doing all of that.
1: He may be an asset
0: to the team. What you talking about? No, that's a fact. He's a big asset. When I tell you, like, I've been doing stand-up comedy for uh nine years going on 10 years now. I've never seen somebody so funny. A smaller, a smaller person, so funny. And it's just because of the fact he'll just ask questions. Dad, can I dress up as a ninja turtle? And now all of a sudden, he's like, <laughs> he's, like he's like, yes, yes, you, you dress up as the intern. Like, like when we was getting our haircut. Nah, that was the funniest. The oh, my God.
3: Sitting there watching the TV, look over, this nigga standing on his head and shit, he was watching <laughs> like, uh, Avengers or shit. You don't, don't get off this man's couch <laughs> like
0: that. <laughs> he was flipped upside down, flipped upside down on a handstand. And just sitting there, just looking at Avengers, bro. and then after I just looked at him, I was like, you don't watch Super
1: "The superhero moment, and y'all messed it up for him." Bro,
3: <laughs> he done seen the movie too many times. He like, bro, I gotta see how it look upside down, no. I'm just, <laughs> bro, I don't watch it too many times,
0: normal. I, I honestly, I, I fell in love with your son like the moment I met him, dude. Because I'm like, that's nephew right there, man. That's, that is definitely nephew right there.
3: As soon as that boy started talking, I knew he was a character, bro. As yeah, soon yeah. as he could talk, I was like, bro, this nigga gonna get me held. <laughs> I remember one First time of I got it's
1: your man. blood running through him, so it's probably be part of your personality.
3: Oh yeah, I'm a character.
1: Oh yeah. That's
3: why I'm it's like, I ain't
0: gonna lie. Don't let this chill persona
1: fool you.
3: Oh yeah, I'm a fool yeah. now. I'm a fool. You put me in the room with the nigga younger brother, bro, I'm a fool. We in there tripping.
0: And I'm already, like, some people think I'm funny on my own. Do not let me get with both of my brothers. Yeah, bro. Do not let me get with both of my brothers. And then you incorporate some of our friends in.
1: Yeah, we have to do an event collab and collab. Oh, that's, and, not, and, that's not an event you want to do. No, <laughs> sure. That'll be funny. we we'll make sure you we invite you. We're going to do an event, EJ. We can do one in Houston or Atlanta or wherever you want to do it and we can
0: do something so we can get us all together and have, some, have a more time if you want it to be comedy and hip-hop go to yeah. atlanta <laughs> like go to, let's do we'll it. go to atlanta and we'll do it, let's do I'm, it.
2: A, hey
1: speaking of i'm out here right now and um i'm gonna plug in again um uh, Gray summers we got we got um we bought a block in the eight o'clock slot we purchased the 8 o'clock slot, so we'll be performing in front of, like, a lot of executives and uh, um, and performing a lot of, with a lot of other independent artists, and Gucci Man's performing right after, so I'm not sure if y'all heard about it early in the episode, so I'm pretty excited about it, guys. This is my money I work hard for that I've been investing into, so um, just to go and support and, of course, you know, continue to tell your family and friends about, you know, EJ Nunn's podcast, and everything we got going and you know i'm just excited for everybody's
3: journey honestly yeah yeah y'all gotta uh y'all gonna have a link for uh the performance so y'all gonna have a live we link.
1: Are... so follow shucks let me go get it i don't want to mess up yeah right. but for sure we'll be linked we'll be plugged in for sure man honestly if you can make it i'm not sure if you can just do something on Linda. if you can come to atlanta you know shoot come on
3: yeah, how, I had a jet. How quick? Before. I'm about to say. How quick <laughs> is that trip?
0: Like, <laughs> how quick is that
3: flight to Atlanta? How long is that? That's like. <laughs> it's bread right
1: here. It's gray. Yo. Yo. <laughs>
3: you finna perform tonight?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yo. For sure.
3: That's what's up. Yeah, I'm trying to uh tap in and watch that shit. I'm trying to yeah. check it out.
1: Well, if we're going to make sure to get some footage. Uh, you already know Roly, but if you know Roly, then trust me, you ain't going to miss nothing, bro. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: B, like, you made the top 21 hottest artists
3: Yes, sir, and I'm still trying to find that fucking paper. It's like, you get it. <laughs> All I got is screenshots and pictures people sent me. I'm still trying to find that hook. And
0: you didn't even know that you made the list.
3: I, no idea. Until
0: until like somebody actually sent it to you. It was like, yeah. yo, why be look, bruh.
3: <laughs> yeah, my uh my boy Soldier sent that ho to me. He was like, he just sent me the screenshots and I'm like, What the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> I go,
3: I go to reading it. I was like, oh, that's love.
0: Yeah, that's
3: love, cause like, cause a lot of times I might get a play through him too. You know what I'm saying? He he connected. He was like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> I like I didn't know they were putting us on. They put him on there too. Yeah, like I, like <laughs> I didn't know they were putting us
0: on this. Hook. And like, um, I know that. Uh, well, you know, I there's an artist that I manage, and Shouts out to her, uh, Trin. So I've been managing her here lately. And uh, Trent saw it, and she was like, "I got fuck with YB more." And then after, <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's crazy. I didn't even know you was managing Trent. Yeah, man, I've been managing Trent. We just got back from Houston uh, last weekend. Yeah, or oh, not weekend before last. So yeah, tell her tap in with me. I want to get in the studio. Yeah, man. I want to get in the in the actual booth with um, her. I, I just literally pitched a track that I wanted her to do. I even pitched it to E-Rock, too. For those of y'all who don't know, E-Rock, what was his other name that he made? Big Dog rock Big Dog rocker there you go. Yeah. E-Rock, Big Dog Rocco. that's my little brother. Y'all go check out his music. All right. Hardcore. Boy. <laughs> but we we sat up, and I, I, I put this track on here, and I kept thinking, like, yo, if I don't do this track, I won't be hurt, but... If they don't do this track, y'all are missing out on something that's real good. Yeah. Every now and then, I feel like my brother he could do a lot better than what he could do, what he's been doing. Yeah. So sometimes, whenever I introduce him to certain tracks, he's like, "Okay, yeah, bet, let's do it," and all of a sudden I don't hear nothing from him again, and I'm like, "All right, this, this this don't make no sense."
3: If I can interject on that, I will say, like as good of a idea as it is, if the nigga's not feeling it at that moment bro it's hard to do it yeah because I'm not gonna lie like my pops my pops shoots me ideas all the time mm-hmm. good or not I'm just not a good artist for like somebody telling me what song to make like you know what I'm saying yeah. it's hard now if it's like a feature or something that's different
0: well that's right? the whole thing it's a feature yeah
3: okay now that's different yeah. a feature oh, i knock that out yeah but like if you if you like I think you should take this sample and flip it because everybody loved this classic
0: song. It's like, yeah, my yeah, okay, but... Yeah, my stepdad tried to get me and E-Rock to do that shit. And I'm like... Yeah, my pops do that shit all the time. Yeah, I was like, I don't do know how the, the time. fuck we gonna do that song. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not singing that shit. But there's a track that I had... Um, yes, y'all about to get an exclusive on what this is. But the track that I introduced to him and I told him I wanted it to be a feature is a it's called Express Yourself She Got It so so I told him the way that I convinced him to want to do it I said consider this your track de- consider this your dedication track to your to your girl Yeah, and he was like oh, okay bet he's like I can do that I was like yeah alright he with it I'm like I got him <laughs> like, yeah like,
3: you, you hooked him in yeah.
0: with that one <laughs> bro I'm telling you I had to reel real in somehow
3: mm-hmm. got it though.
0: and then uh, I had to tell Trin something similar to that I'm like alright let me see if I can get that to like have they done it yet no I just presented it to him yesterday
3: but oh yeah. well, <laughs> shit I might be in there for that one yeah, man, like honestly on how we, how we could do. we
0: could probably use some extras so definitely, definitely I won't I probably won't get you in on it. Because like honestly, I'm like, you right now, you have the respect and this is this is big. This is this, I'm paying a big, big compliment to you on this one. You have the respect of LL what LL Cool J has in New York. Whew. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Cause cause you you literally do when there's not there's not many people that I know. If I bring up your name, they're like, I know exactly who that is. I don't know him personally, but I know his music. So, how does it feel for your music to not just be on the verge of being iconic, but so inspirational? How does it feel that you can actually that you're like touching and changing people's, some people's lives with with the music that you put out?
3: Yeah, that shit. That shit's crazy. Like, the, like, being the known type shit, like, that's kind of normal for me. People know me forever, like, with or without the music. If you don't know me, you know somebody that know me. You know what I'm saying? I've been around the city. But, like, for niggas, like, who actually message me and be like, yo, bro, like, I listen to this song every day, every other day. That shit's crazy to me. Right. Like, that shit, it don't even seem real. Like, I don't even know if it's hit me, to be honest with you. Okay. Like, yeah, like, hang on, hang on. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's hit me because it just don't seem real. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Like,
0: Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> like, think, like, where That one came from.
3: Yeah, because like to me, music is cool, music good, but you know, as a creative, you always creating. So like, for somebody to tell me, oh, I listen to this song all the time. I'm like, damn! I made that song like a year ago. I don't even <laughs> listen to that shit. I don't give a fuck about yeah. that song. <laughs> so that shit's crazy. Do
0: you feel like Do you feel like reached it? a certain point of success right now?
3: Um. Yes, and no. Uh, yes, I've I've reached a certain point of success, but not like a a point where I'm super like satisfied or anything yet, because I'm I'm reaching for a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. So. I've definitely made it somewhere within the last I'd say I started really taking this shit serious for real like no bullshit maybe three years ago two years ago I've definitely elevated since then for sure you know what I'm saying so you
0: definitely like I remember um, last year when I first started this uh, podcast and uh I had talked to you about it, and I said I want to get an interview on you, but it's probably gonna be later on down the road because I want to make sure it's right, yeah. and I want to make sure you get the best that you could possibly can that you possibly can get, and I'm, I'm gonna make sure I bring you on. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be just a real conversation. And I remember this is when we were going into, we were getting deeper into. The, um, pandemic. And I remember, like, I'm wondering how we gonna do this. <laughs> like, I'm wondering how the hell we gonna do this. But you had an album come out after that. And so, that's what's crazy for me to watch is you had, in the middle of a pandemic, you like, people need music.
3: Oh, yeah, bro. In the middle of a pandemic, I was having people come to the studio. We had, uh, we sprayed everything with Lysol after every... Session. Uh, (laughs) We had all types of hand sanitizer, bro. Everybody spread out. But, nigga, I need your verse. Yeah. (laughs) Get your ass in there and go rap. And then as soon as we got everything done, we just sat in there and kept chopping away till we had the project that we wanted. So I got, probably got another project just on the songs that we didn't put on the album.
0: What is one of uh, your favorite tracks from this album?
3: I would say the intro or blurry. The guns and butter are blurry. Guns and butter is like a. Even though it's just a quick, no hook, no nothing, I just rap for two minutes straight and then cut it off. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you exactly who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: <laughs>
3: from the jump, kick that hole off, like. I look my daughter in the eyes and tell her that I love her. Told my son that you the one. You watch out for each other. You know what I'm saying? And everybody know if you know me, you know my kids mean everything to me. If it were between my kids and this shit, I drop music right now. I wouldn't write another verse. I wouldn't write another word, man. Oh
0: yeah, I believe it, it. hurt
3: me. You know what I'm saying? So there's like that, that street story, right. that's like it's just it's just mm-hmm. real life. It is what it is. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like. We called it uh like me and my partner, we got it from my little my little bro T fo. We call being in situations, we call it that blender. Like, yeah. <laughs> you in if you in a sticky situation, nigga you in that blender. So like that's where that song really came from. Like it gets blurry in that blender, nigga. Like Right. Shit gets blurry, bro. It gets rough out here.
0: Okay. Uh do you see your son possibly picking up after you, taking up, oh, yeah. doing music? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna do it, but he, he definitely has gotten some type of bite from the shit, from the bug. Cause yeah. He definitely...
0: Oh, can I go to the studio with you? Yeah. Can I go?
3: <laughs> He'll be over there rapping the songs in the back of the car and shit. Like, but right now, he's soaking up everything, so I don't know. Yeah,
0: man, he's a sponge. He's yeah, a sponge.
3: he's soaking up everything. He's Captain America, Hulk. He's a ninja, and he's a rapper. And a basketball player and a soccer player. So I don't and, know. And a an ninja turtle. And, and a ninja turtle,
1: bro.
0: So, <laughs> so do so and, and and I'm I'm just asking you out of because of the fact. And normally I don't talk about celebrities or anything like that on here, but I yeah. have to respect this movie. Kevin Hart just came out with a movie called Fatherhood. I haven't watched it yet. I tried to watch it and my Netflix was tripping. I I watched a portion of it, man. It got me. No, I, I it know got it. got me.
3: I know it. I could tell from the preview.
0: Yeah, it, it, it got me. I could
3: tell from the preview that was heavy. Yeah,
0: it, it got me. And it's like it shows a different side of him. Yeah. So m- my question, my question to you is, because I watched, uh, I didn't get to see all of the movie, but I watched a portion of it. You not only being a rapper, but a father, but now you have a not, you have a daughter mm-hmm. how does this change up how you look at life and how you per, want want your daughter to perceive how a man is supposed to be especially in today's time i know she's young yeah 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 <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: she's young but i you know it's already on my mind like like i look at it and i don't know how yet i don't know how i know i got to it's a a game that you learn as you go but I definitely want to teach her like you hear a lot of niggas say like oh, I want to teach my daughter the game so she don't fall for none of these niggas Bro, you can't stop that
0: right, right?
3: you can't stop that they they're fucking they're kids they you we like girls girls like boys it is what it is <laughs> you know what I'm saying like but if I can show her an example of what a good with a good dude to be like, then hopefully she'll go for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just teach her like, oh, nigga, don't fall for these niggas because they got money, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Because they still, yeah, they still go for whatever. Nigga, my mama told me not to smoke weed, nigga. Eighth grade. <laughs> eighth grade, I'm chiefing. Yeah. Like, so that don't mean shit. You can tell me whatever, like, but if I can show her, like, I don't know how yet, you know what I'm saying? Obviously be the good example, but yeah. I don't know how exactly it's going to work yet, but...
0: But you know what? You've already changed up so much about yourself just based on your son alone. For sure. For sure. And, and so for you, not just to change for yourself, I can only imagine what it's like for you to have a daughter. Oh yeah, bro. Like, for you to have a daughter, you're going to be like... Nah, I got to do something else. I okay. got. Yeah, bro.
3: Like, a lot of niggas, like, I know a lot of niggas say shit like this. Nigga, I can wholeheartedly say, like, if I didn't have my son, I'd probably be in prison. For sure. I'd be locked up, for sure. You you know how the fuck we was moving back in. Yeah. Like, I'd be locked up, for sure. I
0: got a pass, too. Like, I just, I'm not going to state, we're not going to state some of the shit that we done did.
3: No. I put like that.
0: Like I told, I told my son yes. I told my son yesterday. I said, man, if you was around, if I told him, I said if Snapchat, Instagram, I said Facebook was around. I'm like, but it wasn't popping hardcore when I was 15. Yeah. You know, Facebook was just like uh, it was still like a college. Thing.
3: The college people. Yeah. You know,
0: we had MySpace, but it's like that was starting to die down. We knew that.
3: Uh-huh.
0: This top five shit, I don't understand who the fuck gonna stay in here. Like, yeah. And especially with motherfuckers getting mad over it. So tripping. Over me. Yeah, I ain't in your. I ain't in your top ten. I ain't in your top eight. <laughs> like, so
1: <laughs> you remember him? De- I ain't in your top eight.
3: That's funny. I forgot about that shit.
1: So I guess i blame when lame one. I, I didn't experience none of that.
3: Man, I remember that shit. Like, but I was young. So when EJ was 15. How old are you down? Well, I'm
0: 26. you 26.
3: I'm 28. I'm now 29. All right, so yeah, so I'm 11. I think we probably was sneaking, making little MySpace pages and shit. But, nigga... I wasn't getting fucked with no top, nothing. I was over there making them damn uh <laughs> them uh backgrounds yeah, and yeah. shit. Bunch <laughs> of red bandanas yeah. and shit. <laughs> All That's it. Uh but yeah, I MySpace wasn't a, a big thing, like It, wasn't. it was not It it
0: came and it went. Yeah. It was like famous for like two months. It's about as long it lasted as long as Dreamcast lasted. Dreamcast only lasted for like a month. Then nobody played after that. PlayStation 2 came out, we like, oh, here you go. <laughs> like, but no, Nintendo 64 came out. But but we had uh I I told my son, I said, if we had Snapchat and Instagram, what's that other one called? Snapchat, Instagram, uh, TikTok, huh? TikTok, TikTok, Facebook. I told him I said, if we had all of that shit. Bruh, half of us would be in trouble. Yeah. Half of us would be in trouble. And the other half of us would probably be viral as fuck. Bro,
3: I talk about that shit with my partners all the time. Like one of my boys, he just got signed. Uh the other one about to sign. Um but we be in the studio like even last year. I be like, bro, I got the music. If I just knew how to clout. Nigga?
0: Yeah. <laughs> if I
3: knew how to get on this internet and clout, bitch, I'd be on. <laughs> I just don't know how to get on here and do that shit. Like, I don't I, I don't really care for the internet. And I gotta change that shit a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to grow my following. But like I don't be giving a fuck about this shit. Like,
0: like honestly, man, I respect all the people that are out here that, that wanna listen to my show. No. Yeah, exactly. I, if you voluntarily coming on and listening, cool. I'm not gonna be on here having to clout chase these motherfuckers. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not made like that. I'm, I don't have. I don't have hatred in my heart like that. Now, if you say something about me, oh, not trust me. I'm gonna say something back. Yeah. But um, I'm not gonna. I'm not one to have to sit up and oh, I gotta use a name in order to make my name bigger. Like it's not worth it to me. Yeah, like, I don't know, like,
3: uh, I just, it's so hard for me to do, like, any gimmicky shit. Yeah. And I, I partially blame that on the niggas I grew up listening to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I grew up listening to the real street, like, Roe and all them niggas. Yeah. So it's like, it's so hard for me to be like, let me go on here and make some goofy-ass video talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can't do
1: it,
0: bro. Like, it's it's stupid. It's, it's 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 stupid as hell. Like I can't I can't ever see myself what the fuck I look like having beef as a comedian. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like that's crazy. What what the fuck do I look like having that type of beef? Now I feel like if I make it to a certain success, I mean now this could be considered cloud chasing, but I'm I'm not Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. If he was to say something about me, like he, like he-
3: I mean, I ain't gonna lie, yeah, he he be stinging. Yeah, <laughs> he be poking at, at the right fucking button. Yeah. I you I I understand saying something back to somebody. I completely understand that. But jumping out the window, like just because you think it's gonna get you some views, like like for instance, right, with the music shit. I do songs with niggas that are on a higher level than me. Mm-hmm. And I pay you. You know what I'm saying? I pay you for your time, for your your craft. But I'm also paying you for your followers, nigga. Yeah. I'm paying you for <laughs> your fucking <laughs> I, for your fans to start becoming my fans, yeah. nigga. Right? So, even uh like yesterday, yesterday Gucci signed uh, nigga Hot Boy, right? Mm. Signed Hot Boy West. I got a song with the nigga. I've been talking to this nigga for the last couple weeks and shit, I'm trying to get this video done. Like, before I even knew this nigga was gonna get signed type shit. Like, but that helps me, you know what I'm saying? If we gonna knock this video out and now you Gucci newest artist, that helps me. You know what I'm saying? I got songs with niggas I grew up listening to, like j Dog and shit. That helps me, you know what I'm saying? But I'd rather do it that way than jump out and be like, "Fuck so and so," who popping, just cause it's gonna get a little clout for a week, right. a couple of hours, whatever.
0: Right. I, mean, I, would, I, would, I would hate I would. to be the person that's. I would hate to be that person that had that is in good with somebody, and then all of a sudden they do this shit. Have my people. Uh, have have your people call my people. What the fuck? Mm. I knew you when you didn't have people, motherfucker. Like <laughs> I shouldn't. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have to. Have, <laughs> I shouldn't have, I to to have to contact your people, man.
3: I mean, yeah. I always, I always hope that doesn't happen with niggas. You know what I'm saying? But it come with the game. You I mean, know what I'm saying? I understand
0: saying? it from time to time. Like I ain't gonna lie, a lot of my family is getting that shit. This comedy shit take off. A lot of have your people call my people. Like, like, I ain't <laughs> people. like, like, like I'm saying, like they gonna be like, watch, watch. I'm gonna be right there at on my show, on tour. E, when you come back Texas, uh, how you people call my people? Uh, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> we gonna talk about it later. <laughs> like they gonna think you're joking, EJ. Shit. Because he always joking. I'm going to get a call from my daddy. I know I know how that was going to go. <laughs> you going to tell your daddy that? Your aunt, your aunt told me what you had said to her. <laughs> yeah. aunt? Have, have her people call my people. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> like, I got some other shit to do. Your
3: daddy a fool, too. <laughs> that nigga a fool, bro. Oh,
0: man, you think my dad's a fool, my mama a fool. No, your mama fool. <laughs> i on camera, no, man.
3: Bro.
0: Uh, I ain't got no problem with it. If my mama could look at me and say that I'm retarded and I was in retarded classes, then damn it, I could say that she a fool.
3: Nah, uh, all this shit that he get, he get that shit from his mama for
2: sure.
3: <laughs> Me he, person- he get yeah. that shit from his mama. My personality. Bro. Yeah. I don't think I've ever came to y'all house and not laugh, bro. You know, My mama's funny. Oh bro.
1: man. I can't. DJ laugh
3: all the time. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, look.
0: What's, what's real funny is that uh we did a show. I didn't do it. I didn't do a show. But he did a show. <laughs> he... He did a show with uh, my cousin, j True. Oh, yeah. Which one? Um, when y'all was at um, Doris Miller. Doris Miller. Yeah. yeah. Y'all was at Doris Miller. And, uh, and, your dad and Your dad and them came up there. Yeah. My dad came up there. And that's why I said my dad's a fool. Yeah, My dad's a real fool. So, my dad I was there. Uh, we ain't gonna talk about that. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, first show that nobody got paid. Um, so hey man.
3: <laughs> it come with the game, bro. But um, you win some, you lose some. That bro. means
1: like what? So, was it just lack of marketing or
0: promotion? It was like, <sighs> I'm gonna let promo gonna express that part of it. Remember, this... it's uh, so he might... hey,
1: that's that's hey, that <laughs> it happens in business sometimes, you know. That's a, I feel like that's a learning, but I feel experience. like rather, you know, that's all you it learn was.
3: That's all it was, like, uh, but. I think that was the first show that Troop threw. You know what I'm saying? And it was cool. Like, he, he got Doris Miller and shit. Like, he got a nice little spot. Um, But it was, like, the first show that he threw, really. Like, maybe within a year, he had built a nice following of people who would come. Like, he will throw house parties. The bitch was packed. he will throw a little show at somebody's, like, l- on somebody's land. Bitch is packed. But that first, you know, it's your first show. You don't know what you're doing. You kind of just doing like just winging it yeah I ain't gonna lie we was in there we've been there being some hood niggas like bro he because it's in a gym it was in the gym so like niggas is on the stage we in the back like by the bathroom we had this nigga cutting our hair in the back like we just being hood niggas bro it wasn't yeah nothing.
1: just just the experience
0: yeah
3: just to... just doing now, it. That's,
0: big, that's the back, big deal but backstage now that was true shit. that was like that was like that's like a true backstage experience that you would have anyway. Yeah. Now, I truly felt like I was on some superstardom shit at that point. And the reason why is because of the fact they called me, they're like, yo, E, can you come over here and cut our hair? And I'm like, okay, where y'all at? I'm thinking they had somebody's house. I didn't know that they had a whole damn show going. So they like we had Doris Miller. I was like Doris Miller. God damn, y'all! What, what the fuck y'all doing
3: over there? <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, but I'll. That's me though. I will pay, like me trap shit like that, bro. We will pay for you to come, cut. nigga. Pull up. I'll pay you fifty dollars. Pull up. It, to cut, nigga. And all I need is an edge up. But yeah. pull up. I got you.
0: So they. So we. So I go over there, and I go back there. First thing it is hot back there it was hot but it's hot as shit and these niggas had nerve to light up some candles i'm like why are y'all lighting candles back here <laughs> and it's so
1: goddamn hot <laughs> like so the energy energy, candles give off the energy of vibe. this was giving off heat <laughs> like, like she
3: know what's up
0: but so i go back there i cut i, I cut uh Bryce's hair uh Trap's hair. Me, Trap, E-Rock. E-Rock. And then it was like, when they saw me, when some of the other artists saw me cutting their hair, they wanted their haircut. And I'm like, damn. I'm <laughs> like, and I was like, I mean, at least it's business. Like, so, get some
3: money. I ain't come here for this, yeah, though.
0: I ain't coming for this shit. I think me, I think me and Troop were the only people who got paid for that show. And I got paid it on accident. Like, so... <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, rightfully so, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because Troop ain't charges. True. True. Troop ain't charges nothing. So it's like, he just threw us the the look. Come perform in front of some of these people. He made his money back, I guess, from renting, doing mill out and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a learning experience. Like, nigga, watching watching soldier throw these shows, the smokeouts and shit, bro, I done learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I be in the back rooms learning, fam. Like i'm working on my own shit here and there you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm getting prepared for it but so what new
0: project or new projects or music do you have that's getting ready to come out
3: um what, i don't have a name is... i don't have a name for the project i'm just working right now you know what i'm saying just mm-hmm. working on music i'm thinking i might do like a quick little four piece or some ep okay. just to uh, hold people over i got videos that are done that are just sitting in the tuck Waiting to put them out at the right time. Uh,
0: you have a brand, too.
3: That I do. That I do. Hustle heart clothing. You know what I'm saying? Luxury streetwear. Um, I got a whole gang of them in the trunk right now, yeah. nigga. As soon as I leave out here, I'm going to be serving them hoes like it's dope.
0: That's the only... That's that's it right there for me. That's, that's it. We got to have a brand, though. That's, my, that's
3: my, it. That's my brand You got to right have here. a brand. <laughs> like... Um, I'm heavily influenced by, by Nip as you see so like I do the clothing line shit like
1: I've hey, been kicking
3: that whole. off we all in
1: the product business I, I, I'm i in the CBD distribution business Good you shit. gotta have a product guys you gotta do something yeah. sell cookies cakes pies sheets of Man. paper
3: something
0: clothes. greens beans uh, potatoes uh, tomatoes bro it
3: don't matter
1: <laughs> listen something Everybody Man, have look. a little hustle. Cut some grass. Man. Pick up anything, guys. It, it's just it'll be a, just start something.
3: Exactly. Anything. Like everybody. Everybody know me. The first thing I say usually when somebody I'm surprised I didn't say it in here when you said what's up to me, but I guess because I've been sitting here for a minute. Yeah. But normally, nigga ask me like, "What's up, Bryce?" Shit, I'm trying to shake a pocket, pull a dollar, nigga.
0: <laughs> every
3: time. That's why I tell nigga every day. I'm trying to shake a pocket, pull a dollar out, bro. That's the focus for the day, bro. I'm trying to
0: get to it. He ain't seen me in a long time, too, so he had no choice but to say, what up, <laughs> E? Like, what up, why? On some real shit, like, people do need product. Like, and the, you look up to Nip, I look up to P. Oh, yeah. So, you got to look up to P, So, you know, Master P got rap snacks OG. and all this other stuff. Hey, like got snacks.
1: Master P quote, look, product don't talk back. Hey <laughs> don't
3: talk back. You hear me?
1: Yeah, let me my little camera. He be, he be cutting up, uh,
3: He be on I'm
1: it. I'm like, God, he,
3: he be on be it for real, Man, He be
1: on it. I love
3: it. He got the shoes. He got Man. the snacks. He got the noodles, nigga. Yeah. Nigga got all types of businesses, what, bro. What was his
0: name? Of his noodles. It was like Uncle Uncle P's,
3: something like that. So
1: he he got
3: syrup, pancakes Bro, everything I've been
0: looking for yeah. it I think he ain't got down here To H-E-B <laughs> Like He do movies Like Bro I ain't gonna lie uh, mm. I ain't gonna lie I'm, I'm not gonna front I wasn't Hey, you
1: know how he did it to me He had a
0: I crew got, I got the hookup. And
1: everybody was You know, focused on the You know, same Different goals He had a team
0: so, I'm happy you know. that he was able to do I got the hook up and own it Like, yeah. I got part two I'm happy yeah. he was able to do it I, I just I was just he a little
3: didn't, he didn't own the
1: first one eat?
0: nah oh
3: okay he sold it to whoever I
0: think he
1: sold oh, it to oh,
3: New right. Line Cinema yeah
0: but he was doing a lot of his own producing and everything like that like you know Eddie Griffin and uh the movie Foolish
3: yeah that man a million dollars gave him them. a
0: million dollars for that script it actually beat out a lot of the movies that were already out Yep. I think he said it'd be like Star Wars or something like that.
3: That shit went crazy. Yeah, so. I already knew what she was talking about. As as yeah, man, that, like when
0: I saw that, I was like, Master P gave him his first million dollars? And Snoop was even talking about, he said, man, he said, I didn't realize I wasn't making no money until I went over to No Limit.
3: Snoop went down there and did a feature with one of them niggas. Yeah. Yeah. For $3,800. Yep. Mind you, Snoop is like the biggest name in the world. Yep. Yep. But he doing a feature for thirty eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. nigga. You tell me, Snoop Dogg gonna do a song for me right now for thirty eight hundred dollars? <laughs> I'ma give it to him.
1: Whew, the opportunity right there, man. Right, people, man. People don't realize that. And matter of fact, can I tap in with you guys? Like, you have to realize you have the opportunities we pass up all the time. You know, 3, 30 and people at that time, thirty five hundred. He you think you want thirty five hundred dollars? <laughs> No. Somebody that missed opportunities with Snoop, man. Oh yeah. And the trajectory of his life and what he's doing now. And just imagine. That's why you gotta be good to people too. And stop burning bridges. Because and, you never know what somebody's gonna become.
0: And also which period. You, yeah, and also what you saying that, go check T Pain out on his fucking YouTube channel. Oh yeah. This nigga is giving
3: He's gonna give you game. He's giving you love- a lot of game. Yeah, he's giving people game.
0: He's giving people a lot of game right now because of the fact like he was talking about the deals that you can make and the deals that you should make. A big difference. Because somebody could pay you, oh, it sounds good. Oh, I'll pay you nine hundred thousand if you make this one single. But it's like they wasn't talking about a deal they wasn't talking about an opportunity or anything like that but then on the other hand of you got Akon coming in talking about man I'm gonna give you 20,000 for this for you to make this single plus more opportunities for you
3: yeah like a lot of niggas don't know that Uh, like when you get signed to somebody niggas say oh you just got signed for 100k that's not a free 100k that's a loan you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's a $100,000 loan that they just gave you, and now you got to pay them back. Yeah, so... Whereas you could go sign. So you could get that from somebody and be in the red with them because shit don't work out. Yeah. Your music don't go how it's supposed to go, or whatever, and it don't work out. Or you can get this twenty k, from... Boosie or whatever yeah. and that nigga you gonna make that back quick <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying plus like my uncle used to be in this shit my uncle used to be in the music business he used to fuck with all the Texas niggas all the Paul Wall, Kiki all them niggas and he told me something like the other day cause I'm you know I'm starting to get in these rooms where I'm trying to get signed with these niggas yeah. like not specifically them but just people right businesses and he told me like bro whatever you get signed for take half of that shit and put it away don't touch it don't do nothing with it cause if shit don't work out you already got half of it to get back to these niggas right I'm like bro that makes sense cause you never know you know what I'm saying everything's a gamble bro they taking a the gamble just like you taking a gamble nigga could give you all the money in the world but mm-hmm. maybe it's just not meant for you to be that nigga
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know what I'm saying
1: and like hey. go ahead quick take away from that do that Sounds like to me as well, chip away at y'all's debt. Some of y'all owe a lot of people chip away at your debt, man, even if you don't have it all. Give some of it back so people know you can just be, just do the right thing, guys. And
3: exactly. Put,
1: don't, don't, spend, and don't spend your money on things that don't make you money.
3: Facts. Invest your bread, like, and yeah, like, even like what you're saying, pay people back. He was saying, like, say, you sign with somebody like really low, low level uh, label or whatever, right? right? Right. They ain't got a whole bunch of bread, but they give you the twenty bands, but you give them ten back. Now they like, well, shit. This nigga a real nigga. Like, yeah. we could try to, we could try to do some again.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, it makes it makes sense.
3: Yeah, it's like instead of burning the bridge or just doing bad like, business, they like, damn,
0: off, like you like, I ain't gonna give you your shit back. <laughs>
3: like, like, yeah, like then fuck, I, it, I'm just keep this whole. Yeah,
0: yeah, like then it's like, motherfucker, you on a wanted poster right now. Like you better yeah. pay this shit back.
3: Yeah, it's all about doing good business, bro, and building a relationship. Yeah, like,
0: and I and I completely and truly understand that.
3: Yeah, I, I had to learn that out of the the three or four artists that are more established than me that i've like paid for features for i've probably built a relationship with like two of them mm-hmm. and it's definitely paying off better than than not having a relationship with them
1: but it's really about networking it really is yeah but yeah, you know what your that's all it is, is your, your network is your network that's why you, you can't go. hang around everybody guys you can't everybody can't be in your circle no so, you too good for me. You know what? Maybe, you know, is that is that what you think? Because, you know, that, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's okay. Everybody can't be around you, guys. Especially if you're trying to change your life for generations. I
0: remember Ro was like, when she talked to me about, you know, comedy and all this other stuff, she kept telling me, she was like, she was like, you really are funny. And like I was telling you about that show I went in the back. It wasn't just about me cutting hair. I went in the back of that show, and I was making jokes, and Bryson was sitting there like looking at me, and he was like, "This nigga EJ is like funny for real." He was like, "This is just, nigga
3: cutting up." Yeah,
0: he was like, "This is just normal conversation to me." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'm used to this."
3: Yeah, I'm used to it. Like to me, this is we do this shit all day. We do this shit all day. But watching him in front of people that don't know him. They sitting here crying, laughing, and I'm sitting here like it's fucking EJ. Like, (laughs) (laughs) all right, but like it it did make me realize, like, bro, he's got a lane for this. Like people, people like this shit from him, bro. Like they they fuck with him.
0: I didn't think that I was that funny until you said that. But then, bro, when I met you and you were telling me all the things that uh, you were saying.
1: What happened when we met? First of all, guys, if y'all don't know, we met when I worked at uh, the dealership Ford. I was a salesperson. I worked at that job for one week, got fired. I made a thousand bucks, though.
3: Hey, that was a good week.
1: And I think I was sent there by God to you, EJ, because, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to be at that job for long anyway. But honestly, I met, I mean, you're a good friend of mine. I mean, you've been touching base since then.
0: Yeah. We, we met at the Ford dealership. She <laughs> didn't know shit about the car that I was looking at.
1: And she hey, told me, I, she told I, me I, this I,
0: straightforward. I, she said, she said, I don't know nothing about cars, dude. She said, I'm just talking to people. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like that worked. We got in the car, but we instead of me making jokes, we like had like a real conversation. And it wasn't about the car. It wasn't about any of that. I told her, I said, I wanted to just come and drive this car just to see how it felt. Because I want to see if I if I like this car. Because in the future I'll buy it. If I don't want if I don't like how it drives, ain't no reason for me to get it.
3: So, two things on that. One, it's definitely people who like y'all just click off top. Like people's energy, that shit is real. Energy is real. Like you could meet somebody and it could be like y'all've known each other your whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then as far as like what you saying, I just heard somebody say that maybe two months ago. And I was, I was fucking with it. Nigga was like, bro, if you like that car, that's what you want in the future, go up there and go drive that car. <laughs> go up there and test drive that car. Put yourself in it. Let you feel yourself yeah. in it. You know what I'm saying? And it'll be more real to you that you can get it. Because. Rather than just you thinking, oh, I hope one day I can get that uh that fucking Beamer over there, that Bentley, whatever. Yeah. Like go dry that bitch I
0: got something I'm about to do to uh, trend it's actually like it's my way of planting a seed in my mind and it's a way of planting seeds in other people and um, I'm actually about to take her to go look at a house in nice. Westlake bro <laughs> so, telling you. so the reason I want to take her to go see this stuff is to, because the, my whole thing my feeling behind it and this is what makes people successful when you can get to a point where you can touch it You could feel it. You could see it. You like, yo, this is, this is legit. This is right here in front of me. So you're going to look at it like, yo, I can get this. And it's going to make you want it. And if that, if that don't work for you, I heard Steve Harvey say this. If you ever get a chance, whenever you travel, just one time, ride first class. He said, you're going to see the difference between first class, business class and economic. He said, but ride first class. He said, the one time you ride first class, by the time you go on your next trip, you're going to only think, right, what do I have to do in order to get to first to class? To get to
3: first class, yeah. Like,
0: you're, you're going to motivate yourself to build and push to being back in first class because you get them warm blankets and you get free wine and champagnes and drinks and all that other stuff. So it's like, when you get that type of treatment, and you go back to economic and you looking at everybody, you like, god damn, get up off me. Yeah, you sitting, <laughs> yeah. sitting
3: there like this and shit. Yeah,
0: you said like, get up off me, man. Like, I ain't got time for this shit. Get off me.
1: So what we're discussing, guys, is mindset shift. Like, you, exactly. you exposing yourself to different things. That's why it's good to take expose your kids to different areas if, if, if you can drive them to the beach and show them I remember when my mom and dad took us to a, ne- a neighborhood and took us to see these big houses right off of a lake so in my mind I went oh I want that house I want that house so now we're now what's crazy is the, the properties uh, as I got older we saw bigger properties but when I look at it now I'm like that house is so small yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Very, you know when you grow up and realize it but what it, what it did was it 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 pours something in me like okay if I if I work hard if I do what I need to do I'll be able to get whatever I want you know what I mean and you know that's why it's good to expose yourself to things getting that car driving you can feel it you know what I mean because now you you gonna want to you gonna want that experience again
0: right <laughs> and exactly I, I speak my stuff into fruition like I I really speak I, I pray on it I really go hard for. Everything I want. And I think me and Bryson, we talked about it one time about how big of a house I wanted. I'm pretty sure you thought I was going to say 3,500 to 4,500 square feet. I said 30 to 45,000 square feet. You're like, God damn. You don't want a house. You want a castle.
2: Yeah,
0: King of (laughs) Zamunda. But I think, but either way it goes, this is what I want. This is you my. You can achieve it. This is my goal. This is what I want.
3: Yeah, you can achieve it, like bro. I, I started when I started driving for Amazon like years and years ago, bro. And I started going like to them houses over there off of uh, uh Barton Creek. Oh man, nigga!
0: <laughs> I started looking at them hoes like, bro. I'm tripping, I don't want no bullshit yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to yeah. like, but that's the thing, that's what society paints in our mind like that this is all you can get Yeah. until you go on the other side of the tracks and you see what they got and you're like what the fuck, I can't get that like, yeah,
3: like, no, I got to get
0: that yeah. and so it's like, it's like now if you want that if you want the smaller smaller base living, I'm not judging you go for what you want if you really have a belief in God, then He can bless you with anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're gonna dream, dream big. So if your big is this house is good enough for me, perfect. That's your big. That's not my big. My house, my house gotta be bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, not, my house. <laughs> my, my big house a little bigger than your big. Yeah. I gotta have this tropical looking ass pool in the back so, yeah. so I want to make sure that I'm living my just, best life
2: I just want you guys to know I've never felt more white okay, well, well life in we this conversation because <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like oh no you know I just want some land and like a tiny home no, seriously though, I was just getting
1: ready to time in, guys. So two story, and I'll and this in is just a kitchen. there's a lot of information about properties, but there's more than one way to think about things, guys. I'm starting to learn from just reading books and, you know, look YouTube universe as they call it. One of my buddies, he we, he lives outside of um, outside of Dallas, an hour outside of Dallas. He his land he paid he bought his land for twenty five hundred dollars. He has, he has um, it was a mobile home on it, and it's, it's another house that's on it, and he has an RV on it. He travels, his land's paid off. He pays $700 a year with taxes, and he goes wherever he wants and travels and spends time with his son and can do what he wants because he's not paying rent. Mm. Oh,
0: yeah.
3: That's that. all right.
2: That's called smart purchasing.
0: Yeah. But look at. But look here y'all, uh we going to have to uh close up the conversation. Um, to get a $200,000 loan,
1: $300,000 loan. Yeah, to throw that point. and in get locked place. in for 30
2: years. <laughs> but you know what there. bro, um I just I just did that. Okay, leave me alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have to and
1: have There's to. nothing wrong with that. I'm just letting the people know it's not their way.
2: No, it's cool. No, I know. I just I just wanted to tease you.
0: we're gonna have to shut this down I think today for my closing remarks dare to dream dare to dream and I'm sitting here with a man not only just a rapper who has achieved some success in the rap industry but a rapper who is also a father and a working class man dare to dream man like can you honestly sit up here and tell me that you expected to get into the Austin Chronicle? No, nah,
2: not at all.
3: Like, and that's, that's one thing I've been heavy on for the last year. So it's like, might as well just go for it. Whatever you, whatever your dream is, go for it. Because you don't want to wake up 20 years from now and be like, fuck, I could have done this. Right. I should have done that.
0: Right. One thing that nobody wants to be is that person that's sitting there watching TV talking about, I could have been that person. One thing that I did Is I watched When I watched an award show Every year I've always watched the BET Awards And I've watched the Soul Train Awards I've watched the Oscars I've watched the Grammys And one thing I've always said about all of them One day I'm going to end up doing that One day I'm going to end up Being that person To host These shows One day I'm going to win a BET Award One day I'm going to win a Grammy nominee. I'm a be a Grammy nominated person, or I'm gonna win a Grammy. Hell, I might win an Oscar. Seems pretty rare, but maybe I might win an Oscar for a song or something.
1: But that just all that all, all that comes to say is that you dream big. Yeah, you're going for exactly looking for the big, and a lot of people don't do it. Yeah, a lot of us minimize ourselves it's okay to think big and take action on that and actually writing out the plan and doing it exactly it's, it's, you can reach it it's okay exactly you just have to do those steps it's, it's we're not in the slavery times anymore people we have to unbrainwash ourselves it's okay for us to take action and change if you don't do it who gonna do it after you yeah nobody
0: and like stop letting society try to tell you who you are and how to live Society can't tell you that you have a choice. I I remember when I told a little young homeboy of mine, I said, I want a 40,000 square foot house and I want uh, 66 acres of land. And then he told me, he said, I would narrow it down to 30 acres and, you know, because that's more achievable and all this other stuff. And I said, what makes you think I can't get the other 36 acres? And he was like... I just think it's a lot and all the other stuff. It'll be a lot on your, on a person. And I said, who says this is the way I'm going to be living forever? I'm not mad at him for thinking that, but this is what society has placed in the minds of even the youth that are coming up. They think that just because you stay in this neighborhood, this is the only neighborhood you could be in. For the longest time, when I lived on the east side of Austin, I never knew that there was another part of Austin I never knew that. When I saw downtown Austin, I was amazed with it. When I saw West Austin, I was in awe. I was just like, damn, when, when did this get here? And it's been there all this fucking time.
3: Damn, okay, the first time, <laughs> first time I drove into, like, Flukerville, I was like, what the fuck is this?
0: Yeah. The first time I came to Rail Rock, we couldn't go to sleep. Because we were so damn nervous that something was going to happen to us. All of my listeners out there, a goal without work is just a dream. Stop dreaming and start making it a goal. Me wanting 40,000, a big ass 40,000 square foot house is no longer a dream of mine. It's a goal. This is what I'm going to get. And I'm already in my process of doing it with just saying it and speaking it out into fruition and having those like-minded people around you. Stop trying to hang around all these people that's pulling you left and right and just constantly dragging you down. A person that wants you to go out to the club every night with them is not a person worth hanging around. A person that says, dog, take your ass home. You ain't gotta be out here with us. That's a person that you need around you. Stop thinking so small. Stop being so narrow-minded to the point where you get so wrapped up in their lives, you miss out on your own calling. You're missing out on your calling. You're missing out on your on the bigger picture that's there for you. God always got a plan for all of us. He has a box sitting right there with a prize waiting for you. He has your blessings sitting there waiting for you. But you know what? 90% of the time when we get that close to it, we end up quitting. And right now is the best time we're getting, this pandemic's getting ready to end. Right now is the best time to start getting back into the motions and getting back into the grooves. I know it's still scary. I know that we all still out here trying to get readjusted to what we were considering was going to be the new normal. But you have to keep God first in your life in order to make sure you reach these newer heights and you can be better, bigger and better. And I guarantee you, God's going to have that blessing sitting there waiting for you at the finish line like I told you, just keep pushing
1: invest in yourself guys
0: invest 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 that'll be the best thing but that's all of our time from my homeboy Young Bryce man y'all go check his music out uh, what's what's uh, do you want to put your social media handle out there right quick oh um, shit
3: pretty much on everything is Young Bryce Y-U-N-G-B-R-Y-S-E um true living on all platforms got music videos out just the audio whatever you need um i got my hustle heart shit all you gotta do is hit me i'll ship it to you or i'll bring it to you if you're in the city we can link up whatever but yeah just stay focused bro and keep going just keep pushing that's what we all gotta do just keep pushing
0: and grace summers she's performing out there in
1: cosmopolitan lounge in couch. uh Dakota, georgia the performance is at eight o'clock check out my page um uh, uh, on IG Rochelle Barnes R-O-S-H-E-L-L B-A-R-N-E-S or you can just put in Ro-Marie Ro-Marie and it should pop up or you can go on my Instagram Stony8Texas S 8 Texas S-T-O-N-E-Y-T-X and it'll be a flyer on there that has uh, Summer gray's photo and it has the address and the details about the festival so check us out
0: also too I forgot to I failed to mention this is a special shout out to another player uh another player homeboy of mine his name is chris isom he's actually been doing a lot of work around here in austin it's a spoken word poetry night he's been looking for poets and we've been he's been working with me we've been doing poets we've been doing r&b we're bringing a lot of love back a lot of strength into this whole thing i did so good on this poetry thing Uh, A couple weeks ago, I had somebody from Black Lives Matter reach out to me and uh, wanted me to be one of their business agents. So that's pretty loud. Now with this, we have officially a new YouTube page.
2: I don't have any pages to promote or anything like that, but I just want everybody to know that uh, remember to love yourself, prioritize yourself, and keep like-minded people around you who are going to prioritize you. That's right. And protect your yes. energy. Protect your space. Yes, that's what I forgot to say. Protect yeah. your peace.
0: So yeah,
1: put you first. Exactly. Love it. Work on work on work on figuring you out first.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's at the uh, my Twitter is at the real EJ Nunn. and my uh, Instagram is hustle underscore five one two. And you can find our podcast on all platforms, all streaming platforms, along with our uh, Facebook fan page. It's the Backyard Brunch PC. Y'all go check us out. But from myself all the way to Ro Marie and to my girl Gabby. And my boy, once again, Young Bryce, for stopping through. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Anytime. My little brother, man, from another mother, man. Y'all, man, we did it. This is the Backyard Brunch, man, y'all. Peace and love.